Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh dear. So, it looks like the whole of the UK is going to have another national lockdown. Now, you'll, you'll probably remember um, not long ago, um, I was telling you about this new, um, like, three-tier system. So, like a system with three levels. So, we had um, medium, high, and very high. And uh, certain, like, local areas. So, you could have an entire uh, city. One city in medium, another city in very high, another city in high. Yeah, so local local lockdown rules, so per city, per area. And uh, we've had this system now for only three weeks. And now the government has changed everything once again. Um, so we're going back to the old lockdown old style of lockdown that we used to have. I think it was around about March now. Um, so pretty much exactly the same, but this time schools and universities won't be closing. Now, why has this happened? Why are we going back into lockdown? And the answer is the government's plan has failed. But I, I don't think the idea of having, like, this uh, three-levels system, three-tier system, was a bad idea. Um, but I think it happened far too slowly. And along with that happening too slowly, I think maybe there's other things that our government should have been doing that it hasn't been doing. So I'm thinking about um, countries that have really, really seem to have got um, coronavirus under control, um, such as Australia, Taiwan, Japan, 
South Korea. Um, I'm sure there's other examples as well. Um, I don't know about all of those countries, but certainly a lot of them seem to have closed down their borders. Um, so they aren't allowing people to come into the country um, to visit or anything like that. But I believe they can come into the country if they live there, of course. Um, but we're not doing that here in England. As far as I know, we're letting anyone into the country. It doesn't matter where you come from. Everyone can come into the country. And depending on which country you come from, you don't even have to isolate. So, for example, uh, my girlfriend is able to come to England um, and she doesn't have to isolate. She can come over here and then just go wherever she wants. Doesn't have to stay anywhere uh, for two weeks or anything like that. However, when she returns to Japan, she would have to isolate for two weeks. And she wouldn't be able to use public transport. So she couldn't use the bus or the train or even a taxi um, to get back home. Which is interesting, isn't it? So the only way, I think, of getting back home is if you either park your car at the airport and drive back home, or maybe if you have a friend or some family member who can pick you up from the airport and take you home. Very different to what's happening here in England, where you can use public transport. Everyone can use pub... pub uh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone can use public transport, even if, there are, even if they've just... Uh, stepped off an aeroplane. No, the, the only requirement is, the only thing you have to do is wear a mask. That's it. So the government has failed and what they're trying to do now uh, with this sudden lockdown, uh, which by the way I found, about, found out about um, a couple of days ago on... When was it? It was Sunday wasn't it? It was Saturday. I apologize. It was Saturday. Um, it's going to come into effect. It's going to start this lockdown from Thursday, I believe. So it's not, not here yet, but very soon. Anyway, the reason that they've uh, decided to go ahead, decided to do this uh, very sudden lockdown, is to try and bring the numbers of people uh, the amount of people who have coronavirus uh, trying to bring that number down before Christmas time. Because they don't want to say to everyone, right, Christmas is cancelled. You can't go and meet your family. You can't go and meet your friends. You've just got to stay at home. That would be, I mean, I've talked about it before here on this podcast. That would be quite a miserable, quite an unhappy Christmas time, I think, without being able to see friends and family. So I can see, I can understand why they have gone for this sudden lockdown, but I think it's sort of like too little, too late. As in, about what I mean is, I think they should have been doing more and they should have been doing it sooner. 
they've waited too long to act, and now we have a big problem on our hands. We've got to see, we've got to wait and see if a lockdown is going to bring this number back down or not. I don't know. No one knows. Maybe it will work, maybe it won't. Maybe Christmas is cancelled, who knows. But it would definitely have been nice, I think, if the government were doing more earlier on. But to be perfectly honest, and uh, I suppose I, I try not to be too political on this podcast, um, but I'm not such a fan of this current government. Um, they just seem to be a bit incompetent. That means they're incapable. They, they're not able to do their job properly. <laughs> and uh, our current prime minister... I don't know if you if you know of him, uh, Boris Johnson. Um, I don't want to be uh, too kind, of course, but he sort of he sort of appears to be a bit of an idiot, and uh, you don't really want someone like that running your country. And certainly, the way that the government is handling this whole coronavirus um, issue. I think, shows their inability um, to deal with this properly. Now, it's always been the case that Europe has been ahead of the UK by maybe around two weeks. So normally what's happened is something happens in, your, in Europe, say they have like a second wave, like a second hit, a second attack of uh, coronavirus um cases increasing, growing, and then two weeks after that, two or three weeks maybe, I don't know, um, the same thing happens in England. So that should give us some like advanced warning. We should be able to predict what's going to happen by looking at Europe. But not only that, we I mean, that's an advantage we have, but not only that, um, the situation we're in now was actually predicted. Um, many people, many scientists, looked at the data uh, we have, the data on the number of cases, and said, if you don't do something soon, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to have a problem on your hands. And for whatever reason, I'm not quite sure, uh, the government just seemed to ignore them and do nothing, and then as the scientists had predicted, as they had, as they had foresaw, uh, we're now in trouble. So I was hoping that I wouldn't have to talk about coronavirus-related uh, things uh, so soon after the last episode I did on it, but I did say in that episode that I would keep you updated um, if there were any changes to the situation here in the UK. And this is certainly a change. It's a very big change. Now, the earliest um, that this lockdown will end is three weeks before Christmas, I believe. Um, so obviously, no one's going to be going out and buying Christmas presents from shops. Everyone's going to have to buy Christmas presents um, from the internet. And then we don't even know if we're going to be able to exchange 
Christmas presents with each other. I suppose that should be okay. Even if you can't go into someone's house, you could visit their house, leave them some presents on their driveway, uh, outside the front of their door. <laughs> then they could pick them up later. So I guess you could deliver presents, but um, it's not quite the same, obviously, is it? Anyway, I hope I can update you with some more uh, happy news um, about the situation in the near future. And certainly I will let you know um, as soon as the lockdown ends and will also uh, keep you updated in case there are any changes um, in the near future. Right, I look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.